Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jay Towers in the morning on demand. Here's the Hollywood Minute with Chelsea. Yesterday we said that the Grammys could possibly be moved. Um, and they for sure are going to be postponed due to the Omicron variant. They were originally supposed to go down on January 1st. No word on a new date yet. Last year's show got pushed back to March. So maybe that's what we're looking at. It's right. indefinitely means that I mean they don't know, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So remember when video went viral of Nicolas Cage? He was singing "Purple Rain." Um, he was doing karaoke, and it was so bad. No, well, I remember <laughs> "Chocolate Rain." That was oh, awesome. That was the jam. <laughs> Love chocolate. Rain. <laughs> well, because of that video that went viral, he says that he's quit doing karaoke. Oh, oh, come on. Nicholas Cage, don't do that. For me, uh, karaoke was like therapy. I, I, until someone videotaped my punk rock version of Prince's Purple Rain, and it went everywhere, and I said, I'm not going karaoke. No, that, no. Is, that is, don't steal the gift yeah. from the world. Right? You need to keep well, giving. Karaoke, singing is therapy, I think. Absolutely. Karaoke is supposed to be private, you know, it's like a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nicholas Cage, I'm not sure if you're aware, but when you're standing in a public place singing, someone's liable to take their phone out and videotape that. Especially now. Karaoke is not supposed to be private at all. Especially when it's Nicholas Cage who's singing. Yeah, you're all those take people that- in the background, too. No. I can't. No. I know. And I like <laughs> Nicholas Cage. I'm not even trolling after him. I'm like, what if everybody know you're, you're that upset? Martha Stewart is debuting her first ever restaurant this spring at the Paris Hotel in Las Vegas. It's called The Bedford by Martha Ooh, Stewart. Oh, I like the Paris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. I stayed there once. You can go it's up really in the Eiffel nice. Tower. Yeah. It's like a little ride, but yep. it's an elevator. She is designing it based on her country home in Bedford, New York. And finally, Travis Barker has added some rock guitar and drums to Adele's Easy On Me. And I I love this version better than the original. Uh, you know what? I, I He's good at this. Let's hear it. it the best part, Chelsea? Because it was. <laughs> How could that have been the best? It sounded, no, it sounded no, the whole Nope, and you wrecked it. And I, al- I almost told you beforehand. Don't talk. No, no one talked through the entire thing. Well, don't rewind, do a show with an ADD that. person. Rewind that. I want to hear what the best part was. Right. It's, oh, no, 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 Everybody, everybody, everybody. Oh. Let's, let's take a breather. Take a breather. <laughs> saying nothing. This. Okay. I have totally felt the difference. Oh, <laughs> snap! I swear to God, I swear to God, uh, I will shut your microphone off for the rest of the show. 
the rest of the That's show. That's a cardinal sin in our we, business. You don't do that. I thought you said we passed it. No. It was coming. All right. When it, oh, my gosh. I, right. I'm so done hey, with it. Do it again. No, it's on, again. no, we can't. What's on TV, TV tonight? tonight? The Blacklist and the series premiere of Joe Millionaire for Richer or Poor. I wonder what Chelsea sounds like when she calls like her family when she leaves. <laughs> I swear to God, if you don't hear Alice in the rest of the show, it's because I shut her mic off. <laughs> Uh, we were we were joking about that uh, Adele version, uh, the, the Travis Barker version of Adele's new song, and, and I didn't realize that that's what that. When you teased it, I didn't realize that that's what you were going to do. And I told you that he did the same thing to Umbrella, and I thought it made the song better. Those drums you really hear, those fast drums, I love that. He's so good. He's so bored. Well, that that was like 10 years ago. Oh, it was? That song was, yeah. I know you just do that. (laughs) I thought that's all he's doing now is drumming up people's... (laughs) 10 years ago. (laughs) By the way, Jay, if you ever want to, like, be, you know, confront... You're an influencer. I heard you say... You are. I heard you say on TV probably two months ago that that was one of your favorite songs, that version of that song. I listened to that song straight for an entire weekend because I couldn't get enough of his drums. See, that's the thing. There you go. That's how influencing works, Allison. You see how they do it? Well, you know, there's a new term called nano-influencer. There is? There is. And there are these people that only have like a thousand followers, but they, for some reason, they are getting a lot of traction with the numbers that they have. They have I know a solid why. Group. I right. know why. Because because the thousand people probably are hardcore. Are hardcore over right. the people that have twenty thousand and only right. have a thousand hardcore. I yeah. mean, you know, it's it's all about the engagement. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like it's crazy. That's kind of like our business now. I mean, it well, it was oh, our is. business. Now it's everyone's business. It's it's Bob yeah. and Lavonia's business too. And he's sure on you know social media. We just did a story on Fox too about a guy that was an artist and his TikTok doing his art went viral and now he makes all of his money off these showings on TikTok. It's crazy. And sells his art that way. It's awesome when you can make that, you know, when lightning strikes for you and you can make that happen. I told you guys, I sent you an email uh, yesterday or whatever. We were just talking about things we individually did over the break. And uh, since I had all that time on my hands, I was like, all right, I'm going to make one of these videos with the cats. This is going to be the thing. Yeah. They got a new cat toy from Jay for Christmas. It's either going to be the inner. I got the Roomba out. I was doing, I put Izzy's Christmas sweater on. I was like, we're, mama's going viral. Going to be able to quit my job and be home and make cat videos. And how'd that go? Yeah, they don't. I just (laughs) deleted video after video of cats not caring. I wonder if you, but (laughs) I wonder wonder if maybe (laughs) I'll send you a tripod. (laughs) <laughs> maybe if you put the, the phone on a tripod and just hit record and just wait for something to happen, maybe. Uh, or maybe that could be my thing. You know, me making videos of cats not caring about anything that I'm trying to get them to do. <laughs> I just got, um, I, I, you know, I'm friends with the guys over at Viral Hog and they just put a video out. It's 45 minutes and it's just, it's a woman whose cat let 
a flying squirrel in the house. <laughs> but it's such a long video because it's her like yelling at the cat, and then the do- I mean, it looks like a whole scene. The dogs are like looking under oh the refrigerator for it. It's it's like the it's Animal House in this. Place. No one's gonna watch forty five minutes. I couldn't, though. I couldn't. And then she sobs right. during. I'm like, wow, this lady. Did really- the cat bring it in in its mouth? Or I think so. I yeah, think I so. Think it looks so. like the cat only had right. one eye too. So I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'll, oh, forward, I'll I- forward that to you. All right. I'll check that out. <laughs> uh, well, good morning from one hundred point three WNIC. On the way, we have crazy lines. Uh, we got to talk about some of the Fox 2 News headlines. We're going to do something today called Never Going to Give You Up. Also, um, someone on the show created a vision board, and I know that those work. Maybe we'll all do one. And then that's incredible today. Did Tom Selleck and AT&T get it right back in the 90s? Uh, you, you know, we, we don't have a big team of uh, people that do graphics and <laughs> social media <laughs> at our uh, local branch. So last night I was laying in bed and I was like sleepy and I'm watching TV and I created this this graphic for Instagram for our show for, for today. And that I was all this cool. Work and then I post it and like I put my computer away and and I'm like, I'm just about to shut my eyes and my phone buzzes and it's Chelsea and she's like, um, tomorrow is cross, uh, tomorrow is uh, crazy lines, not cross exam. And I'd done a whole graphic for cross exam, which we do on Tuesdays. <laughs> right. Like, right. I got out of bed. I went and got my computer. I redid it. <laughs> well, it's always it. really fun to get an alert from me at like eight o'clock at night. Right, right. And uh, did you send him that because you had seen his? Yeah, I sent a cross exam graphic out. No, no, I didn't send it out. She, oh, must have, she saw oh. it. On my, I always tag you guys and stuff. I got it. Yeah, no, she, I, we you, share you it. You must have seen it on your Instagram, but I'm glad I you told it. me. I don't mm-hmm. want to be wrong about our show. I just, I don't know why this week has felt so off. Anyway, it is time for Crazy Lines. Crazy Lines is a chance for us to tell you, our listeners and friends, something about us that makes us a little off, a little crazy, a little not right in the head. You could always join in at 313-631-100.3. Uh, yesterday was garbage day in my neighborhood. So, my crazy lines today is that we have two garbage cans that you put out to the street on one side of your driveway, and then another one that's just for recycles, recyclables, and that goes on the other side. But when there's extra excess from the holidays or just extra parties, whatever it is, you have to put a couple bags out of garbage, too, that don't fit into the garbage pails. I have to have those bags behind the garbage cans and not alongside or adjacent to them. They have to, if there's four extra garbage bags that can't go in the cans, they have to be behind them, almost obstructed from the street, or else I'll have a major meltdown. So that you look a little neater. Maybe little that's tight, what it is. A little tidier. Maybe I feel like I'm hiding the fact that I have so much trash. I appreciate the tidiness, but there is always a chance that they are not going to see that those bags are there. Yes, they will. Well, who, who the garbage people? Do, do you? Oh, I guess if they, I guess they have to get out. I know some of them, like the truck just comes right oh, up and to the can the and it, it yeah. 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 That's but how it works where I live. If yeah. someone is, um, if someone is physically there on the ground, mm-hmm. then yeah, I guess that. They would see it. That's my crazy house in Europe. So I, this happened a couple weeks ago and it just dawned on me how strange it was. Like, I, I didn't really think about it, but this whole time through COVID, you know, we've gone through all these procedures of wiping everything down and hand sanitizing everything. And so back at the height of COVID on the weekends, I use a different studio. When I come in and I'm by myself, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't use the same air studio that Chelsea and I do during the week. Okay, And, um, I, I'm such a creature of habit that I still on Saturdays do this whole regimen of Clorox wiping everything down 
and then hand sanitizing, doing the doorknobs, doing the light switches. Yeah. I don't do that. I come in here and I sit down every day and I don't wipe on, I, I don't wipe down anything. Oh, I see what you're saying. But it was it's such a one habit. place you do it. Yeah, it was such a habit back at the height of COVID when I would go in that studio to do that. Um, and I still continue to do it to this day when I don't do that anywhere. I don't I, do that at my house. I don't do it in here. I it's weird. I don't know. I think, well, I think for the place that you do do it, though, I think that's good. You don't yeah. want to get fluorona. Is it fluorona? Yeah. <sighs> my sister just sent me a text this my morning fluorona? about it. Yeah. yeah. Someone said that that sounds like a bad stripper name. Fluorona. <laughs> yeah. Porsche's on stage now. Up next is fluorona. <laughs> Here she comes. Kelsey, you're up. Okay, so I am trying to eat a little bit healthier in the new year. I'm not necessarily on a diet. I'm just being mindful of what I am eating. But with that said, I tried eating everything that was really unhealthy, like a bag of chips or, you know, clearing out the chocolate before this new diet yeah. started, whatever you want to call it. But I didn't get to all of it. So, like, I can't just throw those out. Some people just, like, completely clear it out, clear clear it out of the house. I have to finish it. I have to finish the bag. So, so your, your crazy lines is, although you're on a diet, yeah. the, the things that left over from the holidays you didn't finish, you're still incorporating into your food. Yeah. <laughs> it's not much of a diet then, right? I don't want to be wasteful. I'm being mindful uh. of, like, I'll eat 10 chips instead of, you know, the whole bag in one sitting. Well, that's but... kind of like how I had to get rid of all the holiday candy from the house so that Warren and I wouldn't eat it because we're doing the same thing. And all I did was bag it up and bring it here. Yeah, you brought it to the place you <laughs> so go it's... to five days a week. Right. So not only will I probably eat it, but I'm going to take Chelsea down with me because <laughs> it's sitting in here with us, both of us. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's your crazy lines. 100.3 WNIC. By the way, I quickly want to say yesterday we talked about like what would you do if you were stranded like those people on the east coast in their car for all those hours and we got so many emails yesterday and comments about that from people that experiencing had, it yeah that had i sent a couple to you but mm -hmm. i that had stories like that and i was i was kind of blown away at how it was a little more common than maybe we thought i thought the one email that you sent us was fascinating about it just goes to show how important timing is like if he would have left his house you know five minutes earlier he would have gotten stuck in a traffic jam right you know wherever he lives but because he left a little bit late that day he was able to be rerouted and and miss the whole thing yeah that um uh kim uh, um wait a minute is that kim 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 sent us a message I think Kim was the one who told us uh, oh, change your outgoing mail. message. Yeah. Right. And that's a really great tip, too. Dan is who you're talking about. Yeah. Kelsey. Yeah. I got a bunch of messages like that, too. People either wanted to add things that they do um, that they find helpful or uh, share their own story. So, yeah, that was a really interactive. The, the voicemail, by the way, is really brilliant. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically if your phone is about to die and you're in an area and you're kind of worried and you're like, my God, my phone's going to die. I can't get a hold of everybody. I don't have a signal. If possible, change your voicemail to say like, hi, I'm stranded. I'm in the woods. I'm here. I'm off this highway. And at least if your phone goes dead, eventually people might hear that voicemail when they're getting a hold of you and, and they have an idea of where to find you. Right. Makes yeah. sense. And, and and they probably will if they're expecting you home and you're not home. Yeah. You know, they're calling your phone. They'll hear that message and hopefully, uh, you know, help will be on the way. Uh, the city of Detroit opens two new COVID rapid test centers for those who live and work in the city. One testing site is at Huntington Place. That used to be the TCF Center.
Mm, other wait, they is, changed the name? Yeah, because yeah. there is no TCF anymore. That's right. The uh-huh. other is at the Joseph Walker Williams Rec Center on Rosa Parks Boulevard. Patients can get their results the same day. CDC advisory panel is saying yes, they're greenlighting the Pfizer booster shot for kids between 12 and 15 years old. The FDA approved a third shot earlier this week. The FDA, uh, the CDC director has to make that final decision. If she signs off on it, preteens and teens could start getting the booster shot in the coming days. Um, Detroit schools switching back to online learning today through January 14th. That's the, uh, you got to assess there what's going on with some of these Omicron cases. Governor Gretchen Whitmer's PCR test results have come back negative for COVID-19. Her husband, Mark, tested positive and is experiencing some symptoms. Do I have to call him Mark Mallory when I refer to him? Uh, um, I don't think so. Like all the so. news stories always say Mark Mallory, her husband. But it's his name, that's, a, that's not, that's, his name's Mark, right? Yeah. <laughs> her husband, Mark. Um, or do gov- you have to call him the first husband? Well, I can do that too. I just didn't know if I had to call him Mark Mallory every time. The governor- I believe it's the first gentleman, Allison. Oh, you're right. The first gentleman? Yes. I didn't know that. Um, the entire family is vaccinated and boosted. Oh, yeah, the first gentleman is isolated from the rest of the family. <laughs> Some oh, of the first- if only I read ahead. <laughs> How helpful that would be. I like first husband, though. It's funny because <laughs> Allison's first gentleman is isolated most of his life at her He really is. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes I think he likes it that way, though. Based, yeah. on, based on what we saw at uh, Greek Town last week, I think he likes what, doing his own thing. What part? I, the part where we saw him with Allison, we had pleasantries, he ate a lamb chop, and we never saw him again? That <laughs> part, yeah. He whines all the time. You never sit out here and watch TV. You never sit out here and watch TV. You're always back in your room. And honestly, when I do go out there, and I'm out there for any longer than 10 minutes talking to him, he yeah. just glazes over. <laughs> I'm like, you don't want me out here. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea mentioned this in her Hollywood Minute, but this year's Grammy Awards are postponed due to the surging COVID cases across the country. The Girl Scouts are kicking off their cookie season with a new flavor. It's called Adventurefuls. That's the brownie cookie with a caramel center and a hint of sea salt. We'll do that. We'll try that for sure. And finally today, two people will split the $632 million Powerball No! One of the winning tickets was sold at 7-Eleven in Sacramento, California. The other was sold in Wisconsin. The winning number, 6, 14, 25, 33, 46. The Powerball was 17. Yesterday's jackpot has a cash lump sum option of $448 million. Yeah, you're going to take that. Boy, did their lives change yesterday. Right. Pretty exciting. So that's two lump sums of $224 million. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. Right? Wait a minute. I'm going to do some simple math. One, two, three. Hang on. Isn't it sad, though, that when we think like... Crimes. What do you have to pay from tax on that? 40% point? I, was, I think it's half, isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, so still, so you're getting like $100 million pretty much yeah, clear. Right. Isn't it crazy, though, to think that like that person could have gotten $448 million, so probably around like 250 maybe, and then it's like, oh my gosh, but... You're only taking home a hundred million. Yeah, man. Once you, you have to split it. Once you have a hundred million dollars, I mean, you're like you can't spend all that. You can't. No. You really you can't. can't. Even the fattest house in the neighborhood, you still are like, well, what am I going to do now with the other, you know, right. ninety nine? You could buy all the ho- fat houses yeah, yeah. in the neighborhood and yeah. still be Great rich. small city. <laughs> there you go. One hundred point three WNIC. Please tell me you guys have some good news. Tell me something good. Feeling good in the D on one hundred point three WNIC. Is brought to you today by Lelon, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram.com. Listen to this. A woman named Casey No 
got stuck in that I-95, Interstate 95 traffic jam on the East Coast over the week, uh, this past week with their with her husband. And after 21 hours, they were starving. They noticed a big bread truck was also stranded in the big hoopla. It was a delivery truck for a company called Schmidt Baking. So Casey uh-huh. called customer service to see if they'd let the driver hand the bread out to people. The owner called her back and said, yeah. And they handed out loaves of bread to more than 50 cars. Wow. That's so, that's awesome. And that's so like, uh, it's, it was very, um, you know, uh, taking uh, charge of a situation because that really wasn't her business. You know what I mean? Like it was kind of busybody. Like, because yeah. it wasn't the bread truck guy that thought of that. It was a hungry person four cars back that was like, hey, that bread truck should be giving out bread. And the bread truck guy was probably like, <laughs> I, you know, I got to get th- th- this bread to, right. to, my, to my drop off point. Now, funny that that's part of the story because I saw the story yesterday that the guy started passing out bread and I was like, wow, that's so nice of him. I hope he doesn't get in trouble. Like, I can't imagine someone's, the company is going to like it. But the fact that she called customer service and she handled that on her own. I honestly could totally see me doing something like this. Like, this isn't really my area. I don't work for you. But uh, one of your bread trucks is in front of me. And you know what I think would be a really good idea? <laughs> I wonder if it applied to anything else. Like, hi, we're pretty cold and there's a Neiman Marcus truck in front of us. Right. I'm thinking probably some nice coats in there. Right. Oh, that's so funny. And that right when you brought up that story, because I hadn't heard it, but it made me think of every time I see the Schwann's truck in my neighborhood. Oh. I always get so excited. I'm like, I got to get in on that Schwann's thing you one gotta of these days. You got to stop that Schwann's truck and get, get the chocolate chip cookies. You got crab cakes in there. I know you do. I know. <laughs> like, who are you Who are you dropping off to? Want to um, become friends with them. Today is National Take Down Your Christmas Tree Day. So if you still have uh, the Christmas tree up, remember, part of it being National Take Down Your Christmas Tree Day isn't like, oh, we want you to forget about your favorite holiday. It's more about the fire hazard, especially if you have a real tree. Mm-hmm. It's about now that the tree is probably dry, even really with the dry. water, that it's the time to take it down. It's fire. You have and I, I learned this this year because our tree was dry from the get-go. Um, water, watering it doesn't necessarily f- factor in. Like, we would, Warren was watering the tree every day, and it stayed it stayed pretty dry. That's why we were so quick to take it down. Did, Did it you suck try up the sh- water in that thing? Yeah, we, we filled it all the time, yeah. but it still stayed it still stayed kind of dry, so there was um there was some kind of disconnect. But anyway, did you try the sugar water? I, I did not. I heard that like if you put sugar water in a tree that's like about to be dead, it's it might bring it back to life. I don't know how accurate that is, but well, maybe it's the aspirin factor. You ever hear about putting an aspirin in with your fresh flowers? Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. You can't do you can't do that if you have pets. You can't put the aspirin in the water. What about alcohol? Uh, put that in. <laughs> And plop, plop, fizz, fizz it. <laughs> Whatever it is for the tree. Yeah, take your tree down. Take, especially if it's, a, if it's a real one. Yeah, because so, it's all dried out. Let's go back into town. Let's go back into town. Let's go back into town. One, two, three. What we're going to do right here is go back. Come on. Back in the day. Back in the day is brought to you this morning by Michigan Lottery. Today in 1973, Schoolhouse Rock premiered. On ABC. I would think 
mean? Like, what is the equivalent of Schoolhouse Rock today on television for kids? Nothing really. I don't know because we learned so much stuff from that. So many random things. Like the one that sticks out with me is learning how a bill becomes a bill. That's right. I'm just a bill <laughs> on Capitol Hill. Right. <laughs> I mean, if you watch it for, and for younger people that don't know, I mean, you know, back in the 70s and the 80s, if you watch Saturday morning cartoons... You know, in between Scooby-Doo and, uh, you know, some other show, there'd be Schoolhouse Rock. It was only three minutes, mm -hmm. and it was a little cartoon, but it was, they taught you something. That's all? Like it was you, only three minutes? Yeah, it was real short. They were little vignettes. It was like, you know, it's like slipping veggies into your kid's cheese. Yeah, you know what the equivalent is, but not for kids? Hmm. But I do learn stuff from it. What? Uh, drunk History. What is drunk history? Drunk history is, it's funny. It's a skit. It's usually with people you know, like Seth Rogen could do a drunk history right. or whatever, but they get drunk and then they tell you about history. Where Whoa. do you find that? Um, I, On YouTube, just oh, type, type okay. in drunk history. But I learned about the relationship between um, the orator, uh, the great or and Abraham Lincoln or George Watt, one of them. Uh, <laughs> so you learned a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I was drunk when I was watching it, but I do remember I learned a lot. Uh, 47 years ago, 1975, the first episode of Wheel of Fortune aired on NBC. It started as a daytime game show. It was hosted by Chuck Woolery until 1981. 24 years ago, in 1994, Tanya Harding's team got caught up with Nancy Kerrigan after practice in Detroit, Michigan. And, um, you know, did the whole pipe with the right leg and the iron bar. And uh, it was a rough situation and a big story yeah. happened right here. 21 years ago in 2001, George W. Bush was certified by Congress as the winner of the 2000 election, five weeks after what's known as the hanging Chad controversy with the Florida ballots. I'll always yes. remember that election because I didn't really follow politics much, and Al Gore would call the radio show I was on in 2000 here in Detroit many times, and I was just like, oh, that's cool. Al Gore's running for president, and he calls our show. So let's just talk to him again. And I was like, oh, we have to be fair and offer it to right. George. I, like, I didn't know. I was like young and just was like, oh, every time Al Gore comes on, he can come on. I think you have to be fair, but I don't think it has to be you that like you just the other person. But you don't have to reach. I think you don't have to reach out and give them equal time. Yeah, yeah maybe you're right. You know, yeah, you just have to allow them that. equal time. Yeah, right. I, yeah, right. Like if we if we wanted to interview like somebody running for governor, I think we have to. I think. If, if the person they're running against wants to come wants on, you to have come to come on, on. You have to let sure. them. Right. That, and yeah. that's fair. That I mean, that's fair. fair. That's, you know what that For is? Sure. That's keeping things non-biased. Right. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jay Towers in the morning, on demand. Here's the Hollywood Minute with Chelsea. Joe Exotic, with the help of his lawyer, set up a GoFundMe to raise $500,000. He needs the money to pay off Carol Baskin and Big Cat Rescue. So far, he's only raised about four hundred and twenty. $420,000? Yeah, I was going to oh. say. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be successful. No. no. People are happy to help people, even Joe Exotic types, but... 
Not to just pay off your legal fees. No, no. <laughs> Billie Eilish and Kanye West are reportedly going to be headliners for this year's Coachella Festival in April. Sounds like Travis Scott is out. Swedish House Mafia has been confirmed to perform as well. Unknown if they're going to be a headliner, but... People seem to be excited about that. I like Swedish House Mafia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth Olsen was asked a question by paparazzi about her sisters, and she had the perfect response. All right, here you go. How come you're so much nicer than your sisters? Have you guys been bothering them their whole lives? Uh, What'd she say? You guys have been bothering them their whole lives. I don't know who Elizabeth Olsen is. The older, uh, the older sister. Mary-Kate and Ashley's yeah. sister. Oh, yeah. why are you so yeah, much yeah. nicer? Right. That's a funny question. Uh-huh. But I did like her response. I mean, she's not wrong. Antonio Brown says that he did not quit on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday. Coach Bruce Arians um, fired him on the spot for refusing to play with an injured ankle. And the Bucs are just trying to cover it up. They have not responded to mm. those claims. Can he play on an injured ankle? I don't think so. They usually don't ever want a player to play in. Or yeah. play injured. Mm-hmm. And finally, on Live with Kelly and Ryan, David Arquette talked about his love of clowns so much that he's actually studying to be one. And before you tune out and think, oh, this is so creepy, I'm not, maybe I'm not a fan of clowns, the reasoning behind it is awesome. All right. Let's I've been sort of in a clown uh, period of my life. I'm studying to be a clown and I'm working with an amazing organization uh, called Healthy Humor that uh, they go into hospitals and entertain people that are going through uh, a tough time and make them smile and bring some joy and love and laughter to their lives. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Clown college is real. That's a real thing. Yeah. I was at my grandma's house one time and uh, she lived in like um, like an assisted living place mm-hmm. and there was a clown car out front. TV tonight, the series premiere of Joe Millionaire for Richer or Poorer and The Blacklist. Coming up this hour, we're going to play a little something called Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun because we'll talk about all the things that you can easily say. Allison, what's in the bubble today? I'm going to tell you, I spent all day yesterday trying to do this, and it is very hard. It's very hard to say this word now that you know we've been saying it wrong. Apparently, we pronounce Adidas wrong. It's supposed to, the emphasis is supposed to be ah. Ah. Adidas? With a slight emphasis on the first symbol, not Adidas, which is what we say. We say Adidas. And I would... Stressing the second. So we say Adidas. D. Adidas, yeah. We're supposed to say ah, Adidas. Like, and I couldn't no, do it. I was it's like, never going to happen. I know. I was like, how are we saying it wrong? And I I couldn't do it the right way. I couldn't. Uh, Adidas. Uh, use Adidas. I, the D still stood out more. I couldn't uh, do it. Adidas. But apparently we don't, here in America, we don't say Adidas right. Now try and say it right. You're not going to be able to do it. And we have next a story on uh, Adidas. <laughs> I sound like an idiot. But you still the D. I is. I is. I is. Shout out to our friends at Greektown. I talked to my friend Ryan at Greektown yesterday, who was so happy um, with Greek with Greektown on New Year's Eve. He said the show sounded oh, good. great. He was listening in his car when he was on his way home, 
Um, he just, he was really, really happy. It was, it was a great night. And I agree. It was, it was a great, great it was. night. I was just thinking about them last night as we ate the second of the two uh, Greektown cookies that were part of the little welcome oh, package yeah. in our rooms. Yeah. Uh-huh. They gave us, you know, the bottle of champagne and, and then they gave us these two uh, really elaborate uh, cookies, one shaped like a champagne bottle and one shaped like a glass Yeah, with all the fondant. Is that what you call it? Yeah. It, it is. The fondant yeah. on it. Yeah. And we were eating the second one last night and I was like, man, Greek Town has good cookies. That's funny because I kind of, <laughs> I kind of um, down those two cookies at, at about four. <laughs> right after you got them. <laughs> I was like, cookies? <laughs> They're decorative. Can I eat them? I don't know. Um, anyway, we're going to play this morning a little bit of the, it's not really, I don't know why I'm saying we're going to play. It's it's more of an interesting story. Never going to give you up. Called Never Going to Give You Up. Um, why? Because they went around the country and said to people, what are the, what are, what's the hardest thing for you to give up for New Year's? And the number one spot of things that you said, never going to give you up. Never going to give you up. Went to chocolate. Chocolate is the number one thing people said they just cannot give up. And people really? try to do it like in the religious holiday. You know, if you're Catholic, you might for the yeah, yeah, you might try to give things mm-hmm. up. Or, but, but just for when it comes to New Year's, it beat out meat, which was the runner-up thanks to um, all the people that go vegetarian in January. I think more and more people are uh, trying those alternatives. And now that there is something, because it took a long time to get to this. We just got uh, over the holiday. We went to Warren was craving Red Robin. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, even though, like I do, you you saw it on uh, New Year's Eve. I went to town on meat, like <laughs> so. For a non meat eater, I have my moments, right. but I, not hamburger. I just I don't. So I I didn't think I could eat anything, and I got the Impossible Burger at Red Robin. Yeah, and I could not. I was just chowing on this thing, like going, I cannot believe this is not real. And I kept saying, do I have your burger? Am I eating your burger? Right, right. It was so good. So I think that because now they have these alternatives that you don't know, it's a lot easier to yeah, do Yeah, they it. really found a way to master that. Mm-hmm. That Impossible, too. Don't they have, like, Impossible Sausage, too? Yeah. And, like, other things that... Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, anytime it has grill marks on it and it and it gets and it, juicy and stuff. That's it's right. Because like, hey, that, that, that was always the problem with some of that other, like, the Boca... Like, remember the Boca burgers and stuff? Uh-huh. They something never, was just, something it was right. close, but something wasn't right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, bread was number three. And boy, that is really, that's the truth. I mean, bread is just, there's, um there are these rolls that come from a bakery in Windsor. They say like Italia on them. They're mm-hmm. just like torpedo rolls, basically. There's usually 12 of them in a bag and you get oh, them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I'm telling you, like, if I ever, if I see those and they're fresh and I am, I can like, Eat that bag. I, in two days, they're gone. I oh, just put yeah. butter on them and put them in the microwave for five seconds, and they're just my favorite thing in the world. And honestly, bread is like the isn't bread like the worst thing in the world to eat, right? Because isn't it all when it breaks down, it's all sugar. Or yeah, something like pretty that. much. Yeah, I did this though. Like you know, throughout life, I've tried every diet there is, and I've been successful on many of them, but you know, not long term. And I finally came to a realization, like, I don't know, seven years ago, I was like, I I said, it's just like this, never going to give you up. I'm like, my non-negotiable is, I can't and and don't want to give up soda. I'm not, I I need to scale back, but I started um, overcompensating for it. Like, I was like, all right, so I'm going to continue to drink Coke. I'm not, I can't. I would give it up to go on Atkins. I'd try diet. I hate diet pop so much. Yeah. So I would drink, 
I make sure I drink two liters of water a day. I make sure I drink a fruit smoothie. I try and scale back when, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, I finally like said, I just was honest. I was like, out of everything, chocolate, fast food, pizza, all of it. The yes. one thing that I cannot, that yeah. I miss too much is a Coke. It's funny because, you know, in my mind, I always think like, well, maybe it's, I watched a documentary and it talked about how really terrible soda is. No, yeah. but it talked about how sugar basically is cocaine. I mean, we don't we 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 have the mm. war on drugs, but then like we there's some like and listen, right. look at me. I mean, look at us. I mean, we we are yeah. not people that are preaching here about healthy, right. but sugar is like cocaine. It is the most addictive thing there is. Yeah, and they they said, um, and I'm thinking when I, when I think about you, Blake, but you're not somebody that. You're not just going to eat anything with sugar in it. You just like one mm-hmm. specific thing. Just one thing. Yeah. yeah. And I finally was like, I got to figure out how to eat well, lose weight with keeping that one vice in there. Yeah. Working on it. What else is on here? <laughs> uh, is cheese on there? Because like that is something that I find yeah. so difficult to yeah. give up. Cheese is hard too. It was bread um, followed by alcohol, potato chips, cake, social media, wine, which gets uh, its own spot outside of alcohol, cookies, Smoking, beer, takeout food, sweets, and clothes shopping. So some people do feel like they can't give up, you know, some of the other things aren't necessarily always food. But it's funny how... Clothes so, shopping like, is interesting. Like so many of these things are food and then some are just I habits. know. I'm surprised yeah. that I'm surprised that the bulk of those are food. Yeah. Like you said social media, but you didn't say internet. You didn't say TV. T- TV is another one. Like oh I would give goodness. up food before I gave up TV. <laughs> yeah. I'd oh. give up everything. I gave up alcohol this month. You, you did? did? You're I have having not... a dry January? What about, I, what I about your not... Tupac wine? Uh, nope. I have not drank any of anything since uh, New Year's Eve. That's good. The only exception that I know that I'm going to have to make this month is I have a bachelorette party coming up end of January. That I, I mean, it's just inevitable yeah. that that's going to happen. But yeah. otherwise, yeah, I'm totally sober. Huge. Sober like January. That. Very nice. Um, Chelsea was telling us off the air that she made a vision board. And the first time I ever saw a vision board was when I watched the documentary, The Secret, which talks about uh, the power, the law of attraction. And that, you know, if you sit there every day and go, oh, I don't want to go to the mailbox because I know it's going to be a bill. You've attracted a bill into your life and it's going to be there. But if you try to attract things into your life by visioning them all the time, Mm -hmm. chances are they come true. Uh, that's kind of the law of attraction. Many people believe that. And Chelsea, what, what did you like? What do you want to share from your vision board that you're willing to tell us? So like I had um, a picture of a happy couple. Like maybe I would like to be in a like try dating this year. <laughs> I never go on dates. So maybe I try that. Um, let's see. I know. Go ahead. Um, I had making the best, like trying to make the best of things. Because okay. I, I tend to be a complainer. Yeah. Um, love your heart. Because sometimes, you know, I can be really, dif- you know, hard on myself. I think most people are Love that your way. heart? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just be just be kind to yourself and, and give yourself grace and, and like yourself as a person. Anything materialistic on the vision board? Um, I had diamonds. So I was really hoping maybe for like a diamond ring. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't um, want to read between the lines here. <laughs> Somebody, it is boyfriend time. It, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, those and and clear skin. I would like clear skin. I'm, I'm manifesting that. <gasps> what are you talking that. about? Oh my gosh! I, I always have day. like I, I I like pick my face all the time. And I don't know what she's talking about. Yeah. 
She gets a random zit on her chin and she doesn't have clear skin. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, so you never know what people are struggling with on the inside. <laughs> it's so funny because I made a vision board uh, a while ago, a long time ago, like, um, you know, uh, five, six years ago when yeah. I was in a state of flux. And my entire vision, and it stayed up for like three years. And I didn't hit any of the marks because I set the bar really high. Right. It was like number one radio show, brand new television show, best-selling author. Like I went full like to the wall, like syndication across the country, like oh all of it. It could happen. the syndication, a lot of yeah, <laughs> hasn't happened yet, but that doesn't mean it won't. I threw that vision board out. Oh. I'm gonna start over though. I'm gonna start over, and I'm not gonna lower the bar, like because all of that is reasonable. <laughs> Was there a picture of me and Chelsea on your vision board? Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> he looks happy. We're gonna, we're gonna do it. We're with them. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that's a great idea, Chelsea. That's, you know, listen, there's nothing... I think the thing is sticking with... I always remember um, we we talked, I think, a couple of years ago. Or when I first started, we start, we did something on the show when I, The Secret came out, or and I watched it, and we talked about it, and there was one person in the group that, you know, was very negative on life, and but said they live by The Secret. And I'm going, how do you Uh-oh. live by... How do you live by something... That you don't enact. It's hard, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah right. It's funny because Chelsea made a vision board, which um, sort of along those same lines, I did start, I got the book out that you bought me because you also bought me the book. Yeah. And um, so it was sitting on my shelf and I did take it out and it's now it's sitting on my uh, bed next to my like journal. So like I pick it up and I read it. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of the same thing because I'm reminding myself to try and stay in that state of mind of, you know, think good things are coming. Like, so lately I'm like, Someone's going to stumble across your book and want to make a original program, a uh, streaming. Remember, I was working on a, a, a series, a, yeah. a series for Netflix or Amazon Prime, and I actually sent them the pitch, and they were like, "Put it in script form." And I was like, "That sounds hard." <laughs> you have somebody that'll put it in script form for you. All I you know. have to do is write it on write it on notebook paper. Mm-hmm. No matter, right? Listen, I should. I would very happily uh, hitch my, uh, what is it? Hitch, <laughs> hitch my wagon. I'll hitch Start my wagon to you. Right. you get a show. That's right. I'll be right out of the city <laughs> and in LA with you as your assistant. <laughs> oh my God. Out of all the things for That's Incredible today, I have a couple things. But this one, Tom Selleck did a bunch of commercials for AT&T back in 1993. So this okay. is the year they graduated high school. Listen to, I put two of them together. Listen to the predictions of it's, I mean, obviously they paid Tom Selleck to do this, so I don't think they're her, his predictions. But I'm saying it's what AT and T claimed the future in '93. In 1993, listen to this. Have you ever borrowed a book from thousands of miles away, across the country, without stopping for directions? <laughs> Have you ever paid a toll without slowing down? Bought concert tickets from a cash machine? You will. The company that'll bring it to you, AT&T. Have you ever watched the movie you wanted to? The minute you wanted to? <laughs> Have you ever kept an eye on your home when you're not at home? That's crazy! Or gotten a phone call on your wrist? You will. And the company that'll bring it to you, AT&T. Literally everything in that commercial. Everything! How did they know in 93? Ring doorbell. Yeah. Apple Watch. Apple Watch. In 93, we Streaming. didn't even have computers. 
I remember where I worked. We didn't even get a computer, an actual computer, until 1996. Yeah. And the one that we had at home, I think we didn't have until 1994. And it would kick you off if the phone rang. Yeah. Yeah. Like you'd get kicked off the internet if the phone rang. Unbelievable. Wow. There is a TikToker, Jonathan Young, who turned Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On into a heavy metal power ballad. That is pretty incredible. <laughs> Here it is. a couple of headbangers at a concert with this, right? Maybe. <laughs> I act, I don't mind that. No. No. But we no, listen. It's kind of got an evanescence vibe. A little bit. Yeah. There is an amusing video on TikTok of a woman who I don't know if she is a reporter on TV or she just likes to pretend she sounds like one uh, using a lot of the old cliches that reporters <laughs> use talking about her 2-year-old being a terrorist. Listen. Kayla Sullivan reporting live from outside my son's bedroom where he's currently being detained until nap time is over. Now, this story does involve a minor, so I can't release specifics. But what I can confirm, a old terrorist who held me hostage at the Olive Garden earlier today. This is an active investigation, but authorities believe the proper precautions were taken. I brought my son's favorite snacks and even risked judgment from other moms by bringing an iPad. But not even Cocomelon could have stopped this meltdown. After several cries demanding, quote, ketchup, ketchup, a good Samaritan waitress miraculously understood it as the English word ketchup and brought him a bottle. Unfortunately, her good deed was later punished after he threw a ketchup-covered fork at her. Not all heroes wear capes, but this one should have worn an apron. That's pretty funny. She's she's a, she's absolutely a she news person. A former Indiana political reporter. Wow, that's yes. good. I like that. That's that's a thing. The terrible twos. Yeah. I remember when Jill was in them. <laughs> like they can't stop themselves no. from being terrible. No, the only thing that stops them after <laughs> was it, a tantrum. Do you remember like Ava's they, they, terrible twos? Did she go through it? I don't. Rem I, she had a couple of rough spots, but they weren't. Like, I feel like they were more like three. But yeah, oh, okay. But yeah, they were. They, they were. They're rough for sure. A um, couple other things here. Hundreds of people got stuck in that big 95 traffic jam we talked about on Monday. One unlucky guy got stuck while the meter was running. His name is Andrew Peters. He flew from San Francisco to D.C. Monday, and he did what a lot of us do when we get into a town for a trip. He ordered an Uber. He was on his way to Richmond, Virginia, which was already a long ride, about 120 miles. But they ended up stuck for nine hours. And Uber only charged him $200, which is what he was quoted. But then they upped it to 600 after he got dropped off. No. That's not fair to him. You can't do that. It, listen, that was um, unfortunate for everybody. It's an act Uber of God, right? Right, it is. And the Uber driver, he, he got screwed in that, too. It wasn't fair to anybody. But, no, right. you cannot charge him for that. Right. That's incredible. Finally, a fugitive in Poland who has been wanted for murder for 20 years. This sounds like a Netflix uh, documentary. Finally got caught Tuesday. After 20 years, how did they do it? After cops detained him for not wearing a mask inside of a store. You idiot. And that's how they found him. You idiot. And that's what you get. Time for Detroit's favorite game, Battle of the Sexes, brought to you by our friends at Oakland Mall. Here we go. Two contestants ready to go. Maria is playing today, going for win number three. Allison will play out with Maria. 
I'll play with Rich, and Chelsea will ask the questions in your battle of the sexes. Allison, name something people spend a lot of money on just to impress others. Their car. That is the second best answer. Five points for that. Their clothes was okay. number one. Mm. Jay, tell me a woman's name that starts with the letter M. Woman's Mary. Number one answer. Ten points. Allison, name a recreational activity traditionally done in hot weather. Oh, boy. A recreational activity. Something you do normally um, in hot weather. Play tennis? That is the third best answer. One point for that. Swim mm. was number one. It was right there. Why didn't I do it? Jay, name something in your kitchen that you'd use as a, mi- a musical instrument. Uh, your pots and pans. Yes, number one answer, and you are in the lead 20 to 6. Allison, name something a doctor better not be afraid of. Blood. Yes, number one. <laughs> and Jay, name a food people serve on a bed of rice. Um, uh, uh, stroganoff? That is the, yeah, number one answer. 10 points for that, and wow. you have a perfect game. You win 30 to 16. Wow. Very nice. All right, Rich is uh, on the board. We love that. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.